your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 582 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That song you're hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And the Rangers, just a couple of minutes ago here, wrapping up their third consecutive shutout victory tonight. They play host to the Winnipeg Jets in Madison Square Garden, and they take them down 3 to nothing. They have now won their last three games by a combined score of 11 to nothing against the Jets, Red Wings, and Flyers from most recent to least recent. And, of course, Igor Shesterkin with his second straight shutout. I know, again, he, he went through a little bit of... Uh, I guess by his standards, you could call it a rough patch, you know, toward the end of March and into maybe the beginning of April there as well. But I think it's safe to say Igor Shesterkin is back to being Igor Shesterkin. He looks locked in and loaded and ready to go, ready to, uh, you know, lead the Rangers into the playoffs and uh, hopefully be a big-time difference maker for this team when the postseason does start. It was a 31-save shutout in this game here tonight. And beyond that, it wasn't even the easiest of 31 save shutouts. And not to say that any shutouts of any kind are easy, but there were a couple of instances in this game where the Rangers did everything besides roll out the red carpet for the Winnipeg Jets to basically just go right to the front of their net. And I realized, you know, by looking at the final score of this game, 3 nothing, you wouldn't necessarily realize that. Uh, you look at, you know, this last handful of games here, the Rangers haven't given up a goal in any of their three previous games. Uh, so I don't want to get on the defense too much, but this was a rare, I thought, little bit of an off night for the Rangers as far as team defense is concerned. And again, I realize it sounds strange saying that in a game where they got a shutout victory, their third in a row. But nevertheless, yeah, I thought there were a couple times where it was just a little too easy for the Jets to get some uh, grade-A scoring opportunities. The good news for the Rangers is that Igor Shesterkin once again is back to being Igor Shesterkin, and he made some tremendous saves throughout the night to keep the Jets off the scoreboard. It's one of those games that felt like it could have gone four periods, five periods, six periods. Igor Shesterkin was just not going to let the puck get by him. Uh, he was outstanding. And we're going to get into some of uh, his kind of greatest hits from the night, so to speak, once we uh, start breaking down all the highlights from this game. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention here right at the top, Ryan Strom scores a pair of goals. He is now up to 19 goals on the season. That ties his previous career high. He actually had 19 goals back in 2018-2019, and that was the season in which he was traded from Edmonton to the Rangers. He had one goal with the Oilers in 18 games that season, and then he put up 18 goals in 63 games with the Rangers. But once again, has now tied his career high with 19 goals, and obviously has a pretty good shot at getting his first 20-goal season. He's got five games left to do it. We'll see how that shakes out. Of course, if you're Ryan Strom, it never hurts when you're getting awesome passes from Artemi Panarin. Panarin picks up a couple of assists on this game and is now up to 92 points for the season. His career best was 95 points. That occurred in his first season with the New York Rangers. So he's probably going to set a new career high. And honestly, he's still got a shot at a 100-point season. You know, I realize it's not going to be easy. There's only five games left, and he's eight points away from you know, hitting that milestone. 
But when you're the bread man, you know, that's very doable. Eight points in five games. So we'll see what happens there. Of course, that also doesn't take into account the possibility that, you know, some of these veterans might get a game off down the stretch here, especially if the Rangers are, you know, locked into their playoff spot and can't really move up or down in the standings. So we'll see what happens there. But it's going to be fun to track uh, either way. I mean, it's an amazing season for Artemi Panarin. What else is new? thought it was also a really strong night for the Rangers special teams units, and I realized there were only three total power plays in this game, but I mean, that's half the battle if you're the Rangers is not taking any penalties at all. Uh, the Jets only ended up getting one power play opportunity, and I thought the Ranger penalty kill looked excellent. Uh, the best scoring opportunity of that entire power play belonged to the Rangers. Kreider and Mika had a bit of a two-on-one. The Jets eventually got back and kind of broke it up, but bottom line, the Rangers didn't give up any scoring opportunities really of any kind on the Jets' lone power play opportunity of the night. And when the Rangers were on the man advantage, I thought both power plays looked pretty good. Uh, the first one more so than the second, and not just because they scored, but I thought there was better puck movement and just more scoring opportunities in general before the Rangers tallied on the power play with, uh, I believe, about 25 seconds or so to go uh, before the man advantage expired. So a solid night for the special teams units as well. Also, Worth pointing out, you know, I talked about the three consecutive shutout wins for the New York Rangers. Just in general, though, the Rangers now 10-1-2 in their last 13 games after this win here tonight. This team shows up to play every single night. It's a team that just looks locked in and ready to go for postseason hockey. They are just playing some excellent hockey down the stretch here and just cannot wait to get the postseason start. Going to enjoy uh, the last five games of the regular season for sure, and there's a couple of things you want to see them do well in this last handful of games here. But, man... Ranger playoff hockey. It, it's right around the corner here, guys. And I, I, for one, cannot wait for it. And I know a lot of you are just as excited or maybe even more excited than I am. I, I know there's some really, really passionate Ranger fans out there who cannot wait to see this team in action in the playoffs. Uh, it's also worth pointing out that this win for the Rangers moved them into a tie with the Carolina Hurricanes. Both teams uh, now with the same amount of points atop the Metro Division. We'll see how that shakes out. The Rangers actually play the Canes uh, one week from today. They play them next Tuesday. And and so that's a game that could maybe end up determining the winner of the division, particularly if one of those teams wins the game in regulation. Obviously, if the game goes into overtime, then the winning team gets two points, the losing team gets one point. If somebody wins in regulation, though, they get two points and the loser gets nothing. So uh, that's going to be a big game for the Rangers as well. It'd be nice to win the Metro division. I know that you know, people have different theories about which team they'd like to see the Rangers match up with in the playoffs. But bottom line, you got a chance to win your division. Uh, you got to feel good about that. You can't be afraid of success. You can't be afraid to uh, have the Rangers win this division, regardless of what might happen as it pertains to potential first-round playoff matchups. So very, very cool to see the Rangers once again within striking distance. Well, not even just within striking distance. They have caught the Carolina Hurricanes. They are tied, and they have played the same amount of games as of this recording. So we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, also, one other kind of like post note from this is that the Rangers, by beating the Jets in regulation tonight, eliminated the Jets from playoff contention. I don't really feel that strongly about that one way or the other because the Winnipeg Jets and the Rangers and Jets have next to no history other than uh, some of the trades that they've made over the past couple of seasons. I suppose it's always kind of fun to knock a team out of playoff contention. It'd be a lot more fun if it was one of the Ranger uh, division rivals, but I suppose that's just kind of the cherry on top of the Sunday. Uh, the Jets obviously needed to win this game, or I guess losing it in overtime would have kept them alive, but the Rangers uh, put up the win, take them out. Just kind of a little fun fact coming out of this game here tonight. Uh, so we're going to continue breaking down all the highlights and everything that happened and everything to look for in the coming uh, games for the New York Rangers. But first, just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by Bilt Bar. 
I am sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein, replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You will be blown away. Most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKS15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, just want to thank you guys for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. I thought the Gaudreau Lafreniere Hedo line had a really nice night for itself. And I kept thinking that they were going to be rewarded with a goal at some point, but they had a lot of good shifts, a lot of uh, sustained time in the offensive zone, you know, when they were on the ice several times in this game. And that started right off the bat, you know, for the first period, I would say that was maybe the Rangers best line on the ice. And I thought their strong play pretty much continued throughout. Uh, No goals to show for it. I thought maybe even they would get an empty netter near the end. Uh, They were all on the ice when the Jets had their goalie pulled down by two goals with less than three minutes remaining. It wasn't meant to be, but I thought overall pretty strong night for that trio for the New York Rangers. But it ends up being a scoreless first period for this game, and Igor Shesterkin had definitely something to do with that. The Jets took a shot from the blue line in the first period. This is one of his uh, better and more chaotic saves of the night. He made the save. He thought he had it, you know, in his pads or whatever, but uh, the puck actually dropped behind him, and Igor was able to get on top of the puck before the Jets could get there. And I thought... Really nice play by both Ranger defensemen who were on the ice here. Nemeth did a really nice job of staying with Todonato and not letting him get to the loose puck. And then Braden Schneider also did a nice job uh, helping get the puck underneath Igor Shesterkin. So nice play by both the defensemen there and uh, Igor Shesterkin with one of many, many nice saves on the night here. And then toward the end of the first period, the Rangers got a scoring opportunity with less than a minute remaining. In fact, uh, you got Mika Zibanejad over to his left to Chris Kreider. Kreider then passes back to the center of the ice to Frank Vetrano. Vetrano rips a shot. It is turned aside. But this happened a couple of times on this night where uh, Kreider was trying to set up Vetrano and a couple of scoring opportunities. But uh, unfortunately... Vitrano not able to, you know, crack the score sheet in this game. He's still been awesome for the Rangers and obviously had a couple of nice shots at the net in this one as well. Uh, The Rangers might have very well ended up with more goals, but I thought Comrie, uh, for somebody who, you know, isn't necessarily a household name, had a pretty solid night for himself. Stopped 31 or 33 shots and made some really difficult saves, particularly early in this game uh, here in the first period, and it was scoreless going into the first intermission. We go to the second period, and the Jets really came out flying in the middle stanza here. A lot of uh, early, quick shots at Igor Shesterkin. They came out and were basically just, every time they got an opportunity, they were basically just throwing the puck at the net. And in the first minute, minute and a half here, uh, there was a two-on-one rush for the Jets. Kind of came out of nowhere, uh, but Igor makes a great save against Appleton. And then shortly after this, maybe a minute or so later, uh, Igor with a really tough pad save on our old buddy Morgan Barron, who has been playing pretty regularly for the Jets. I saw he was out there on their third line, left wing spot in this game. And obviously the Jets, a team not going to the playoffs, 
clubhouse certainly behooves them to get a good long look at a young player like Morgan Barron. And, you know, I like Barron. Hopefully he's in the mix for an opening night roster spot next season as well. And for anyone who might be wondering, Morgan Barron made his debut with the Jets on March 31st, and in the nine games that he has skated with Winnipeg, he has one goal and one assist in that time. He is also a minus five in that time, so uh, obviously, you know, still kind of getting acclimated to his new surroundings in Winnipeg, and I wouldn't worry too much about the plus minus. I mean, Winnipeg just hasn't had that great of a season, and when you're losing more often than you're winning, uh, that's just going to kind of be the byproduct of that. Uh, But obviously, you know, fingers crossed that Morgan Barron has a nice end of the season here, and once again is in the mix uh, for an opening night roster spot next season, because I thought he played pretty well in his brief time with the New York Rangers. The effort was always there, and uh, you know, we don't have to worry about Morgan Barron coming back to haunt us, really, because he's not in the Ranger division or even in the Ranger conference. So once again, all the best to Morgan Barron with the Winnipeg Jets going forward. A little bit later in the second period, though, Morgan Barron was actually called for a high-sticking penalty. You had Philip Heedle kind of camped out in front of the Jets' net, and he goes down after taking a high-stick from Morgan Barron to the face. So the Rangers get on the power play. Again, they come in with the number five power play unit in the league, so it has slipped a little bit. It was at number two for the longest time, but obviously they've had a little bit of a slump this month. They go up against the number 28 penalty kill for the Winnipeg Jets. So as I mentioned in our previous episode, I kind of saw this as something of a potential get-right game for the New York Ranger power play unit. And, you know, prior to this game, they played the Detroit Red Wings, who had the third worst penalty kill in the NHL. So these matchups are happening at the right time for the Rangers. They were two for 19 on the power play and they scored a goal on the power play against Detroit and they get one here against the Winnipeg Jets as well. So uh, the Rangers, you know, they start the power play. They win the faceoff. They're getting some good puck movement. You've got Adam Fox setting up Mika Zibanejad for a one-timer. The stick save is made. The puck deflects out of play with 138 remaining in the power play. Uh, I saw Mika and Panarin talking a little bit of strategy during the play stoppage. Mika seemed to be kind of directing traffic there. And then we have Strom making a nice play to win a puck battle. Fox to Mika again for another one-timer. Deflects up and out of play. Uh, Rangers once again get an opportunity when Panarin Gets it to Kreider behind the goal line. Uh, Kreider passes to Fox. Fox passes over to Mika. And then Mika, I think, was looking to quickly pass to Ryan Strome, but it got broken up and cleared. So good puck movement here. Good, quick, crisp passes by the New York Rangers. Jets defending it uh, fairly well. And obviously their goalie uh, had a hand in that as well. But the Rangers, the power play kind of carries on here. And then Fox, you know, the Jets had cleared the puck down the ice. Fox retrieves it. He passes up the center of the ice to Artemi Panarin at the blue line. Panarin carries it over the blue line, and then he passes it to his right to kind of lead Mika Zibanejad up the boards there, and Mika dishes in front to Ryan Strom. Strom with a beautiful backhand deflection over the shoulder of Comrie and into the net. One to nothing, Rangers. And again, this was scored with about 25 seconds left in the man advantage. So a couple of good opportunities early in the power play for the Rangers. Nice puck movement. Good creativity, just were not able to put the puck in the net, but they stuck with it. Uh, I had a feeling, you know, the second power play unit was about to step onto the ice, and I think Sam and Joe kind of said the same thing. I think Sam uh, might have jumped the gun just a little bit there, or maybe even one or two guys from the uh, second power play unit had come onto the ice, Uh, but obviously you get Mika and Panarin. Panarin to Mika to Strom. 
linking up for this goal here. And uh, obviously very nice to see the Rangers stick with it and get this uh, one to nothing lead here by scoring on the power play. Again, we really want to see the Rangers uh, firing on all cylinders as it pertains to the power play going into the postseason. That's been one of their biggest weapons all season. I'm not panicked by the recent two for 19 skid that they had. I think, you know, sooner or later, every power play unit is going to go through a little bit of a slump. And it seems like they're already kind of finding their way out of it, uh, going by what they did in this game here tonight and also the most recent game against the Detroit Red Wings. So uh, we're going to continue breaking down all the highlights from this game in just a second here. But first, I just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Get farm fresh, seasonal produce, and easy-to-make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week, so they always arrive fresh, all without a trip to the grocery store or farmer's market. HelloFresh is awesome because it allows me to make dinner quickly and easily and always make sure that I'm ready for the puck drop of the New York Ranger game. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. You know, as I mentioned in the intro, I think if there was any opposite of a silver lining for this game, it's just that uh, the Rangers didn't always play the best team defense, especially compared to how they've been playing, you know, especially post-trade deadline, uh, just absolute lockdown defense, not giving up a ton of good scoring opportunities, but they did in this game. And like we said, uh, Igor Shesterkin was there to basically bail them out all night. Uh, second period in particular, just not a good defensive period for the Rangers. Way too many instances where the Jets got chances right from the doorstep, basically just skated right to the net without a whole lot of resistance. And Ke'Andre Miller, uh, becoming one of my favorite players on this New York Ranger team, thought he had a little bit of a tough night. There were a couple instances where uh, the Jets basically just weaved right around him and got to the net. But once again, Igor Shesterkin doing Igor Shesterkin things, keeping the puck out. And again, I think this is the exception more than the rule. Like we've been saying, uh, the Rangers have played excellent team defense throughout the post-trade deadline era of this season. But I was kind of looking in the third period for the Rangers to tighten it up a little bit defensively. And I think for the most part, I got my wish. The Jets with not quite as many grade A scoring opportunities in the third period, but they got one fairly early in the third. And keep in mind, the Rangers are still only up one to nothing at this point. Yet Blake Wheeler basically just go right to the net. I mentioned a second ago how Ke'Andre Miller had a hiccup or two in this game. Uh, Wheeler maneuvered his way right around Ke'Andre Miller, stick handled while moving toward the net. Igor Shesterkin with another point blank save because of course, but Ke'Andre Miller was also called for a penalty due to a high stick. And so the Jets go to the man advantage, and that was their aforementioned one power play of the evening. And like I said, I thought the Rangers did an awesome job uh, killing off this penalty here, preserving the one to nothing lead. And then the Rangers get a power play opportunity, and not quite as good as the one before. You know, they had a turnover or two in the neutral zone, couple of issues gaining entry, um, you know, just not quite as crisp as they were earlier in the night. But overall, I do think that power play is moving in the right direction. And honestly, even during the two for 19 that we've talked about, I didn't really notice anything that was like truly egregiously bad about the power play. 
just a little bit of a mini slump. It's not like earlier in the season when the Rangers would get on the power play and it seemed like nobody really knew what to do. Everybody was just kind of standing there stationary and it got to the point. I said this on the podcast and I was only half joking. I said, the Rangers only purpose of being on the power play right now is to try to set up Chris Kreider for a deflection goal on the doorstep. That was the only way they could score on the man advantage, you know, 10, 12, or maybe even 15 games into the regular season. But they've obviously been a lot better since then. And like I said, I think it's just a slump that is naturally going to happen throughout the course of a season. And they are seemingly starting to get out of it with power play goals in each of the last two games. Uh, but the Rangers end up making the score two to nothing. They get a little bit of breathing room. This happens a little bit past the midway point of the second period. You've got Artemi Panarin basically just dancing with the puck, keeping the puck away uh, from his guy along on the boards on the left side, and then Panarin moved to his right, kind of drew the Jets with him, and then passed back in the same direction in the same area of the ice where he had just vacated, but now Adam Fox is there. Fox picks up the puck. He moves toward the center of the ice, and he basically just lets it rip, goes top shelf, two to nothing, and uh, like we mentioned earlier, Panarin up to 92 points at this juncture of the game. And then with about five minutes or so remaining, you've got Ehlers getting behind the Ranger defense. He goes one-on-one with Igor Shesterkin, but Igor's right there again. Another point-blank save. Again, it was just one of those nights where this dude was just not going to allow a puck to get by him. Under any circumstances, no amount of puck luck in the world was going to get the Jets on the scoreboard in this one. I know there was an instance earlier in the game where they actually put one off the post, but it was the outside of the post, and uh, for the most part, it just looked like Igor Sesterkin was simply not going to be beaten, and that is obviously just a beautiful, beautiful sight for New York Ranger fans as his team gears up for postseason play. And then you get the Jets pulling their goalie with 3.05 remaining and down by two goals. I get a really nice steal by Philip Heedle at the Jets' blue line. Heedle got the puck to Barkley Goodrow. This is what I was talking about earlier, where I was kind of hoping that this line would eventually get a goal. And hey, even an empty netter, I would have taken that too. Barkley Goodrow's gotten a couple of empty net goals so far this season anyway. I believe two. This would have, I think, been his third. Uh, but he took a shot from pretty close to net. Unfortunately, a Winnipeg defenseman got his stick on it, deflected it wide. Uh, you get the Jets taking a timeout with 2.07 remaining. And then the Rangers basically just played lockdown defense for the entire time that the Jets had an empty net, which again, you know, they struggled a little bit uh, defensively, excuse me, at different points in this game. But they defended this empty net situation about as well as you possibly could. And then Chris Kreider wins a board battle in the Rangers zone, kind of near the blue line, gets the puck over to Andrew Kopp. Kopp leaves it for Ryan Strom, and then Strom from just shy of the red line, shoots it right down to the center of the ice and into the empty net. And just like that, the Rangers up 3 nothing with 32 seconds remaining. And that was indeed the final score. So again, just a very uh, thorough game for the New York Rangers. The defense occasionally left something to be desired, but honestly, how mad can I get at a team that has played the type of defense that they've played post-All-Star break and is coming off of three consecutive shutouts? You know, there's, there's only so much anger you can direct toward a team uh, when that's the case. And like I said, I think this team defense will be right back to uh, where we've gotten accustomed to seeing it probably as soon as the next game, which is at the New York Islanders on Thursday. We know those games are kind of defensive slogs against the Islanders anyway, so uh, that'll probably be no different. That one starts a little bit later than usual. Going to be dropping the puck at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time for that game against the New York Islanders, so we'll definitely look forward to that as well. I also wanted to mention, uh, as far as the New York Ranger Fantasy Hockey League, it was won by me. I uh, 
somehow stumbled my way into a fantasy championship, so I guess I'll take it. You know, it was a 20-team league. It was a ton of fun playing uh, in this league with you guys, but I also have to give a big-time shout-out to Constantine, the coach of the Jiggly Wigglies, and Constantine, man, great matchup in the finals. Uh, I ended up winning it 7-3, to three, but Constantine had the best team in this league pretty much all season. I don't remember the last time that he wasn't in first place. So again, props to Constantine there and uh, the prizes of the league will go to you because since I once again somehow actually won this fantasy championship, uh, everything that was going to go to the winner will now go to the second place person and that is Constantine. And again, Constantine, big congratulations for uh, having a great fantasy season and uh, look forward to some more epic battles with you uh, as soon as next season for sure. Definitely looking forward to running this fantasy league for the uh, third consecutive year, which will be next year. And anybody that played in the league this year, you guys are all more than welcome to come back next season. Uh, I'm not going to worry too much about it right now, but eventually I'll send out an email to you guys. And anybody that played in the league last year will have first dibs at staking their claim to play in the league once again for this upcoming season, you know, next season. And I also wanted to go ahead and encourage everybody to subscribe to the Locked on New York Rangers YouTube channel. Basically, every single episode that you can get on audio platforms is now also going to be available on YouTube. So it's just taking advantage of another platform. Uh, we've been fortunate enough at Locked on to sort of gain some traction on YouTube. And, you know, even if you're used to listening to this podcast, always in audio form, you know, you prefer Apple or Spotify or whatever it might be, uh, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, because there are certain things that only go on the YouTube channel. You know, they're kind of uh, bonuses for those that are subscribed to that channel. Uh, all full episodes will, once again, continue to be 100% available on all audio platforms, but there is some bonus content that only goes up on the YouTube channel. So I definitely encourage everybody uh, to subscribe and uh, check that out whenever you get an opportunity. But that will pretty much do it for tonight, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Rodine and Flip Livingston help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts.